Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Is this morning going by quicker than it normally does? Oh, not, not quick enough. No, it's instances. about average. Celebrating 10 years of award-winning car talk, it's the In Wheel Time car show, your weekly go-to all things automotive place. We're going to tell you about a circle track race coming up uh, next weekend, as a matter of fact. Hopefully, if the weather holds. Conrad has the car clinic. I'll have this week's auto news. Howdy along with Mike out of this world. Mars, King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this Saturday. Uh, if you're listening or watching live, if you're on the podcast thing, well, thanks for podcasting us. Thank you. Thank you for being you. And just remember... Don't go, go changing, changing to try to please me. Uh, please free Britney. Um, we, Britney. We all need to get behind Britney Spears. You know, I, I have to tell you that back in her heyday, she brought her tour to town. Now, my girls were little. Sure. Okay. But you so, went. Absolutely. We took the girls. Let's take and, the girls. That's yeah, up at the, up at the Woodlands, and it was an absolutely fabulous show. It was awesome. I'd go. I'd pay good money to go you see know, her again. She's a great entertainer. She's, so was that she's a good dream, singer. Dream within a dream tour, two thousand, two thousand one. That sounds about right. Probably, yeah. Somewhere it's just, in there. It's just sad what she's going through. But that's. I guess that's the popularity and the fame and what what you build for yourself. Yeah, and <laughs> might dad, have something to do with the drugs. <laughs> well, you know, and, and dad, dad um, is actually suing her with her own money. Yes. Yeah, that's just her great. money's paying for to be sued. Amazing. It truly is. Free Britney. Uh, did you know today is John Hovis's birthday? John Hovis. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday to John. Happy birthday to you. There you Happy go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to John Hovis. Happy birthday to you. We, maybe Britney we, could sing that. We need to go back out to Hemi Hideout right. and do an event again. Exactly. We are in September. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, we should have been there, I think it was last weekend, because there was some sort of a Corvette Yeah, he uh, did an thing. event. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah, but uh, it was... I wasn't it was, invited. It was the weekend we were at... Uh, yeah, we were at Tailpipes Pipes and Tacos. There's a reason was we could be there. I could have been there after Tailpipes and Tacos. I thought it was the Bayway uh, yeah, It was over. Huh. It was one of those morning things. Well, thanks. You know, you, you, you're, you're just like a wife. You know, Debbie Downer. <laughs> okay, you could have been there. You missed it, though. <laughs> How's that? Just like a wife and no sex. Those, those, <laughs> That's right. Those well, of, what's that? Those of you that are married out there in TV land, I found out this interesting statistic this past week. Uh-oh. That oh, uh, 60% of the archaeologists in the world... Are women, and the reason for that is they like digging stuff up from the past. <laughs> oh. send, send your comments into Jeff. <laughs> yeah, don't at yeah, yeah, don't send it to info at Inwheel. Don't it's a fact that I learned this week. Don't I, was, I know was, every bit of it was that. on the History Channel? And you're just learning that, Jeff. I found out on the History Channel. And did Kathy smack you? <laughs> she did. I think she hit him. <laughs> she no, she hit him first, and then she hit me like I had something. Because he do agreed with it. With it. <clears throat> That's right. I wanted to tell you about. We're supposed to have Gina on, but nobody can get a hold of her. She's probably Again. in bed. Wake Erasing. up, Gina. Uh, free Gina. <laughs> free Gina. <laughs> so next Saturday, you know, the last race was rained out, mm-hmm. 
And according to the weatherman today, this one might be too. This one might be too. Yeah. It's going to be the Liberty Bell 2021 event. Boat race. Oh, that's cool. At Houston Motorsports Park up on North Lake Houston Parkway. Gates open at 5. Fun starts at 6. Racing starts at 6. Mm-hmm. And um, they usually have pro trucks, modifieds, outlaws, eco stocks, super stocks, NAS carts, and legacies. And uh, they're going to have big fireworks thing there. Very cool. A lot of stuff for the kids. Um, so Face painting? Now, doesn't, doesn't the name Liberty Bell harken back to something that used to happen at Myers? Uh, yes, at Meyer Speedway. Meyer Speedway. Uh-huh. Joseph F. Meyer Speedway. That's why they call it Meyer Land, because the Meyer family owned all of that property out there in southwest Houston. That also, huh. back, I didn't know this, but apparently back in the 40s and 50s, there was an airport near the intersection of... Uh, Chimney Rock and Highway 98. Did you know that? I you did didn't not. know that. Did not know that. Yeah, there was an airport there. At any rate, private. You know, yeah. A little, little bit. Grass point. airport? Like the and, grass uh, runway? Or? No, I, I don't No, that was in Hope, Arkansas. Okay. That's <laughs> where they were delivering the grass and the Coke. And Hope is where the Clintons And Hope, from. Hope, Arkansas? Yeah, for the Clintons. Oh, oh for the Clintons. That was, uh, oh, okay. What did they call okay, that? Okay, back to Meyerland. There was another, it was a scandal <laughs> thing. Anyway. Anyway, thanks, Conrad. So, uh, squirrel, you know, plan your weekend because it's not the Fourth of July; it's the Third of July, it's Saturday night, a week from tonight. Come out and enjoy the fireworks yeah. and some great racing and, and a support wonderful local asphalt. Event. Yes, right. support dollar hot dogs, dollar beer. Yeah, among other bargain basement. Absolutely. Or the food. $2 for the hot dog beer combo. <laughs> yeah. And if they have face painting, I'm in. And they also have corn dogs, and they're pretty good corn yeah, dogs, no. too. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Lots of mustard. Oh, I'm in. Yep. Daughter likes ketchup on hers. I like mustard. Ketchup on a corn dog? I know. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. How weird is that? It, it? I, didn't, I didn't have anything to do with that. Huh. That's a mom thing? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know where she got that from. <laughs> I'm, I'm a mustard guy. I'm a and mustard I like guy the horseradish mustard you keep around here. I know. It's Coops at HEB. Coops horseradish mustard. Wow. So did you hear that Lexus is planning on selling a version of that GR86 Toyota? You know, the, the little the little two-door you don't like that handles like a roller, roller skate? No. They're going to sell a, a hybrid version of the GR86, uh, that little little bitty coupe. As a Lexus. You know, I just don't understand some of the things that Toyota does. I just don't understand it. Uh, Particularly in design. Uh, Did you see a picture of the new Toyota Tundra truck that got leaked? No. Well, I think it was a big leak. They just said, Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and show it. It is so friggin' ugly, I can't even begin to tell you. Very flat. And and um, bulbous fenders and bulbous bumper on the front of it and and you know th- for whatever reason they're into this oversized grill thing. Yeah, yeah. On Everything, Lexus, it Lexus Toyotas, so. all of it. BMW jumped on it here recently right. too. It just it just is it's overwhelming the front end. There's no art involved in it. It's just let's make it big. It's the uh, Toyota calls it bulbous. Renault calls it curvaceous. Yeah. So they're going to have the Toyota Dolphin. Could be. So the truck has this ginormous tundra grill. Grill. Front end. So to make it even bigger, they painted the front bumper the same color as the grill to go all the way under it. 
I'll have to go look at it. I saw that. That sounds weird. They said it was leaked, but then they also said, why not? Just give it. So Akio Toyota, T-O-Y-O-D-A, the president, he invested 5 billion yen, which is about $45 million of his own money into building a smart city in in Japan, dominated by autonomous driving vehicles. So there's not going to be a, you're going to have to park outside the city and take these autonomous transportation systems in, in and around the city. Huh. Um, and it's, he's throwing lots of personal money at it. You know, it. I think that we could make some money and do the autonomous thing with golf carts. They're already electric. Oh, yeah. They already got the electric. So why not just hook up the steering? It's what the big braking. ones look like, anyhow. Pretty much. Speaking of big electric golf carts, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the GMC Hummer EV, the yeah. 2022, they're starting to show up on the streets of Detroit. And people are getting videos of them, and, and it's GM's not happy about it. Well, are they, are and, they in police chases? No, 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 not yet. <laughs> it is Detroit. And you said the streets. <laughs> so, uh, Sorry, yeah, there's, Detroit. There's some videos on YouTube of the EVs driving around. Do you and, know how much how that... ginormous they are. Do you know how much those things are going to weigh? Yeah, I oh, think it's like 9,000 9, pounds. pounds. Almost 10,000 yeah. pounds. And w- over $115,000. Okay, so let yeah, me ask like you that. this. What happens when it gets into a wreck with a car that weighs less than half, which is still heavy? Nothing. You buy two cars. No. <laughs> Nothing happens to the Hummer. The <laughs> Nothing other happened. car just gets splattered. Pummeled. Yeah, exactly. Well, but that was, to a large degree, that was the case with the H2 as well. Because if you ever took the, the sheathing off of an H2, it was basically a three-quarter ton pickup truck in the front and the rear with a half-ton suburban center chassis section. So they were, they were ginormous by themselves, and they're going to keep that in the, in the new EV version. And they're supposed to even have a pickup truck version of the new EV Hummer. Hmm. But 9,000 pounds, that's going to be... Think about how many times you're driving around on a nice country road, and it says, bridge... 6,000 pounds, and you're going to have to fjord the river with it to get to the other side because you really don't want to drive over. Ford the river, not fjord. Oh, ford the river. Ford the river. Uh huh. Ford the river. A fjord, I think, is a a a body of water. Uh huh. Okay. Anyway. See what you learn? (laughs) You're smarter today than you were yesterday. Hey, Mars, what are you doing over there? I'm still looking for for Gina. 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 (laughs) Oh, I forgot. If well, anyone out there has seen Gina, ever call in. Yeah. She's probably replacing boards in the grandstands at the Mobile, Mobile International or, Raceway. I, I understand, but I, we are giving her a Doing reason to get out of the sun and get in the shade. So did you hear that Ken Washington, the chief technology officer at Ford, is leaving yes. to go to work for Amazon? Yes. Is that too that's actually too funny because Amazon is not buying Ford electric vehicles. They're buying... Uh, their own. They're, they're building. Well, they're their producing own, their own. Producing their own. So, and and they've been buying quite a few of the transit vans and a whole bunch of the. You know, I well, will have to. Say, I have to tell yeah. you that I am re- truly impressed with Amazon. They're not always the cheapest. Most people think that oh, it's the cheapest. No. You have to really actually shop on Amazon for whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. looking right. for. But I ordered. I needed a briefcase. The one that I had broke. So, and I. Purchased one at Micro Center and it broke. Oh. So I ordered on Amazon. I ordered it on Tuesday, okay, at 
2 o'clock in the afternoon. I had it in my hands at 11 o'clock the next day. Are you, are you a member of Prime or just no, got lucky no, in the timing? No, what they've done, they've got a big warehouse up in Dallas, and there's a lot of things that we can get down here In overnight. Dallas? Oh, shit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the warehouse they have up by my office. Yeah, there's a couple of them down well, here. Well, maybe that's it. I mean, Land. the they, other one I know they, is Dallas, There's several of them scattered around Houston, oh, it's mainly along a, the Beltway. Harlem yeah, in 99. Gotta, there's a... A million square feet. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, it's a giant building. Same same yeah. thing at a Gessner and guy Beltway dressed on the north side. dressed in an Amazon jumpsuit or what do you want to call that thing Trench he was coat. wearing. Here you go, <laughs> Mr. Armstrong. Yes, that's me. Uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. See, oh, he brought it to you at work. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? At work? Oh, yeah. I have it delivered at work. Okay, I got to leave it on the front porch. It's an invitation for somebody to steal stuff. The yeah, porch and pirates. <laughs> and you're not supposed to leave it in, it's like number 11. you got keys, batteries, invoices okay. in, your, in your... So did you hear the United States Postal Service is going to build uh, their Have new... Have you seen that ugly thing? That, that looks like a cartoon. It does. It's that exactly... windshield is so tall. It. It, it and is so... the hood is all smashed flat. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Let me see your paper. There's a picture of it. I mean, yeah, it really look, looks like a cartoon. It does it's, look like it looks like something out of Cars. Yeah. Yes. So so extended in the oh, roof why? line. Can like, you imagine the cost of replacing one of are those? They why why are, are they, they doing that? Up? Why I don't understand why they're doing that. Why don't they just go and buy Ford Transits or uh, the Ram uh, version of it, the Ram what well, a connector or whatever? Because it is. they they want something that the driver can literally stand up in, have enough capacity to. The walk Ram's in the got that. Looks like not really. Standing. Yeah, the, the, the it's got small the low, ones. The, oh, the lo, the low well, the floor. Full, the full size. Tr- yeah. The full size uh, ProMaster. But these are well, full size ProMaster City. And that's what they call that. No, no, no. This is this is Ford's own. This is uh, there, but it's also going to have all Ford transmission, all and Ford uh, components, powertrains. Yeah, powertrains. Which is Government odd contract. because if you look at the the weird little square box things they have right now, those are primarily GM powertrains. Is that, are they? Oh yeah, because they're you, years ago they actually dude. Used those to things build are like in, thirty years old. Oh yeah, well they used to build them in Shreveport, Louisiana, alongside the S10 trucks. You can hear, our, and it's all vehicles. riveted together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, it's it's about price for them. And they know if they can get a commitment for a, a price and plan out a long period of time, they can drive the price down. And one of, this, the, one of the guys that bid on it didn't get it, and they've sued. He's going to sue because yeah. he lost the bid. Because yeah. wow. he, he did, and it's already been dismissed. Yeah, yeah. Conglomerate uh, takeover. <clears throat> yeah. So Honda landed seven of the most American-built vehicles on the, on the list of the America's top 20. Seven of them were Hondas. Wow. So, which is, you know, when, now when you look at the window sticker of a car, there's domestic content mm-hmm. and that percentage of domestic content. Right. S- seven of the top 20 are Hondas, which is just mind-blowing when you think about, you know, even the, the GM trucks and stuff, uh, the Ford trucks, Honda has a higher domestic content than them. Well, also where they're built. Marysville, Ohio, mm-hmm. a couple other places around the country. Right. And, you know, GM and Ford both build a lot of stuff down in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Right? Salau is where most all of the four-wheel drive GM utilities come from and has for years. And Ford's been shipping trucks in from Mexico as well. Yeah. And then Canada, too. So, I did a review of the Ford F-150 last hour. And I have to tell you, it's really nice. I, I, I was impressed. They've, I actually wrote it, and it is. He's right. It's, they've it's a they've great upgraded vehicle. the interior yeah. substantially yeah. over what it was. Now, you know, if you're going to compare the work truck, now I, didn't, I don't nah, drive the work truck, no. but I will say that it's screwed together really well. 
And yeah. uh, it's got a redone dash, thank God. And it's all fixed. It's got the great big huge screen that's not vertical, but it's horizontal. But that's becoming the norm, all those big screen things. <clears throat> yeah. Well, they yeah. are, but Ford always, their interior, particularly in, in the 250s, to me was always very work truck-like yeah. across that dash. And it was just... It was a shame for, I mean... Well, I think that they realized that if they didn't do something and make them uh, more user-friendly... Dodge was going to catch and them. So, and oh, where yeah. women could actually drive them right. and feel comfortable in them. Or instead, Ram, yeah. Yeah, or Ram. Uh, well, Ram's kind of set the, the tone for, for the interiors. new new interiors. Ram. But if they didn't do something, they're going to lose market share. And I think that they have. Oh, yeah. And they, and they yeah, have still number one. Yeah, they dominated market share by a, by leaps and bounds over sure. everybody else. But some of them got closer. And even I think it was during 2020, there were points in time where Ram was out selling Chevrolet. Yes, I think at the end of the year, Chevy had done enough things to dump inventory to to hold the title. But uh, bring Ram, number Ram two got, back. But I think that Ram is back to number two again. Yeah, they're they're close right. enough that because and, if you compare if you compare Chevy. Chevy and GM now, I think, uh, with interior design and functionality, I think that they are number three. Oh, yeah. But, but they have been forever. No. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I agree with Conrad. I, I think the, the interior, there was a period of time in the mid-2000s that Ford was by far the best. Absolutely. And then Ram became, and I'd say the middle teens of 2000, uh, Ram has been, in my opinion, the nicest interior, Agreed. the most car-like interior. GM never caught up. To this day, never caught up. Correct. GM sold three different interior packages in the Chevrolet truck. And even their highest level interior package that you paid extra for that changed the shape of the, the dash pad still wasn't near the level the Ford or the Ram was. The quality of the product, what they're putting in and what they're building with. Right, right, right. The the, the touch right. of the materials. That and, and the design. It just seemed like Shapes. an old Norge right. refrigerator. <laughs> refrigerator. I like that. Norge. Refrigerator was General Motors. It was. And Del- Delco and all that. <laughs> Norge. I, don't, I hadn't Norge. heard of Norge in a while. What Norge. 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 Oh, there you go. What, what are you guys he's checking doing his over toenails. there? He's, no, he's got a wire. I'll give, you, I'll give you 20 minutes to stop. <laughs> Raise the Mars, foot. really, what are you doing over there? <laughs> he's got, he got a wire, and he's fixing to unplug us. Let's, let's go to a... Here, um, now bring your foot back. There you go. That's it. And just like that. Just oh, like yeah, that, that. We got you on oh, camera. Oh, yeah, boy, there you go. go. All right. <laughs> but, yes, that... that uh, that a U.S. Postal Service truck is going to be ugly, but you're no, you're going to know what it is from a distance. Yeah, oh, and and hopefully it doesn't get a rock chip in it because it's going to cost ten grand to replace it. Yeah, it's nothing but a big picture window. Yeah. Why do they need that? I have no idea. That just doesn't make sense. Why, if they if they need the height, why go up there with the windshield? It's going to be brutal. On the driver, on a, driving into the sun on a sunny day, if they'd have just brought the sheet metal down and shrunk the size of the Is windshield. that actually in production, or is that what a, a, no, that, a model of tests? No, that is, that is actually it. a That's prototype it. of it. That is what it is supposed to look like. It and is. that windshield has got to be four and a half, five feet tall. <laughs> yes. That, windsh- yeah. that windshield is taller than you, Deacon. You couldn't use that in a, in a different capacity because it, it would be broken into. I couldn't use it to haul equipment. No, well, no. Couldn't but, use it as a construction worker. But with this is a single-purpose built vehicle for the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, well. You know, just like the, the and square And somebody boxes. said, somebody, that one person said, we need a great big windshield in it. And, and Why? 
the driver because his brother owns the glass company. <laughs> He's got got stock in the glass. You got to remember the, that is government contract. The pod for the driver, you know, for the steering column and all the gauge stuff, it extends way up above the windshield. I want to drop an LS in one of those and see what it does. <laughs> oh, well, what a mess in the back. Yeah. Uh huh. Pace car at NASCAR. At NASCAR. You got to remember, General Motors put an LS7 in a Pontiac Aztec. Beautiful. And it was still ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it was ugly. It was. That was. That was the ugliest thing ugly. GM ever built. Um, why don't we do the car clinic? Okay. Because um, we have time, and I don't want to give you the wrap sign. <laughs> After you've spent 10 minutes uh, telling us about whatever it is you're going to tell us about. 10 minutes um, for a four-minute segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm getting beat up, and we haven't even started yet. Right. And so, I also want to know when we're going to get the rally fixed. strike. No, that's not going to be part of the story. Free Britney. <laughs> Free Britney. So hold on. Yet, yeah, don't, don't go there too, too, too quickly. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when to get there. That's so, what she said. you know, the... <laughs> The word synthetic has morphed into one of today's trending adjectives, often used to describe the quality aspect of a material or a product, along with nano, you know, everything's got to be nano or hybrid, while synthetic has kind of gained that same nomenclature of being super scientific and intriguing. But what does synthetic oil really mean? The debate debate between conventional and synthetic oils has been bantered around for years. For many, the most common question surrounding synthetic oil is what makes it different? Go ahead. The uh, uh, further clouding the discussion is the subject of semi-synthetic oil, which just means there's a less than 51%, you you can hold right there, less than 51% of synthetic products. So synthetic oil is the same dead dinosaurs that conventional oil is. There, there are some caveats out on the fringes of it, but in general, synthetic oil starts as the same crude oil that comes out of a barrel. What they do is they synthesize it. So conventional oil, if you looked at it under a microscope, has different size molecules in it, big, medium, small, kind of like uh, if you said like a golf ball, uh, a tennis ball, a tennis ball, basketball. and a softball. Okay. So uh, as the, the, they lay in between two pieces of metal, Okay. And, and pressure is applied to it. The reason conventional oil wears more uh, faster is the load is going to break down the larger uh, uh, molecules of oil and then go to the next smaller size and the next smaller size. Where synthetic oil, when they synthesize the oil, they select a very uh, specific size molecule and then take all the others and polish them basically uh, what I call polish them down to become the similar size. They also take, if you looked at a, a molecule of engine oil, it's kind of uh, a lot of edges and stuff to it, so they kind of smooth it all out. What, so it, the purpose of that? They're refining. Because when you can get more points of contact, if you look at this picture, more points of contact between the two pieces of uh, oil, between the metal as it pressures it, the more contact points you have, the lower the amount of friction is involved, and and the, and the and the longer the oil is going. But to you're last. comparing synthetic oil to mineral oil. Yeah, well, well I, it says mineral oil. I, I sorry. Okay, it, it meant conventional. Okay, oil. Mr. Wizard, what's Mr. the Wizard. difference between a blend? Well, synthetic. Okay, so synthetic oil. If it says synthetic oil, it has to be 51% synthesized oil. 
It doesn't have to be 100. And then you'll look at some that will say full synthetic oil or 100% synthetic oil. A synthetic blend is going to be something less than 50% synthetic oil and then blended with other stuff. So it's better, but it ain't all that. It, it ain't all that. But a bag of chips. There, there really is no true conventional oil out there. When you look at engine oil, you know, it's going to have all those additives that are in it to do the things that they do. And most of those additives are, are a synthetic product as well. So even what was called conventional oil 20 years ago still had 5 to 7% synthetic product in it. Oh. So that's the difference. Oh, well, okay. Because, you know. Simplified. My- very simplified. Don't call me from Texaco or Shell or something. Because you'll agree with me in a very simplified version. But that's, Chevron you can call. That's, that's the difference <laughs> between synthetic and conventional. Well, because oils. the Corvette, they specifically requires. says, requires synthetic oil. But you say, have the BG product. I want to say it requires Mobile One. It does. That's what it says they, on they the They call it out by name for Mobile One. Yeah. And that's more of a marketing thing because Mobile One and, and Corvette Racing have been joined together at the hip for 25, long, 30 long years time. now. Long, so, long time. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of GM, uh, GM is recalling 135,400 vehicles from the 20 to 22 model years because the emergency jack can break while the vehicle owner is using it. Oh, boy. Ouch. That could be a problem. And they'd be recalling more if they could get chips. <laughs> <laughs> if not positioned as recommended by the vehicle owner's manual, the jack could fracture. If the jack fractures while in use, the vehicle could collapse, injuring people near or under the vehicle, according to a safety bulletin filed with NHTSA. The recall covers the Buick Encore GX from model years 20 to uh, twenty to 2022, and the Chevy Trailblazer from 21 to 22. So if you don't use it by the instructions, it'll break. Duh! <clears throat> so they have to recall it for And that. Uh, GM and Royal Dutch uh, teaming up to expand uh, EV charging in the United States. I, I think I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, North American automakers have been experiencing less impact from the global chip shortage in recent weeks, but that situation took a turn last week when more than 160,000 vehicles were taken out of North American factory schedules. That's a According lot. to the latest industry report from Auto Forecast Solutions in North America, GM cut nearly 42,600 vehicles out of planned production last week across more than two dozen nameplates. That is a lot of iron. It is. Yep. And think about how that impacts the local dealer and their inventory. Everything and everybody, all the suppliers, everybody that has anything to do with the automobile industry. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're taking these catalytic converters, and there's a big thing this week in Houston. I'm, you know, it, it, there's going to be to a point where they're going to steal cars and take the chips. Well, it's thanks for planting that. Well, I'm just saying, this, this was brought up before, but that's, you know, one of those scam things. Yep. Okay. All right, it is time now for a break, and you're on the In-Wheel Time Car Show. We've got more coming up. We all know about aftermarket and online parts stores, and each one has something to offer, but they don't offer original factory parts. That's where Bayway comes in. For original factory parts, visit the Bayway stores first. Give them a call or stop by. Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Bayway Chevy, and Bayway Lincoln carry a complete line of parts for the do-it-yourselfer. Keeping your newer classic original means a lot, and you can count on these fully stocked parts departments to help keep it that way. Bayway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Bayway Chevy, and Bayway Lincoln, keeping it original. 
Tailpipes and Tacos, Houston's premier monthly car cruise-in returns Saturday, July 17th at two Loopy Tortilla Mexican restaurants in Katy and inside the loop on the Southwest Freeway near Kirby. Tailpipes and Tacos is free and everyone's invited. You'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals and resto mods at two locations. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard just south of I-10 and Katy and inside the loop on the Southwest Freeway near Kirby. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in. Tailpipes and tacos inside the loop on the Southwest Freeway in Kirby and in Katy on the Grand Parkway just south of I-10 where you'll see the In Real Time Car Show. Get your ride ready, and we'll see you at the Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday morning cruise-in, July 17th, 8 to 11 a.m., weather permitting. You see all the new ceramic car wash cleaners on TV now, but John Gray at Gulf Coast Auto Shield has been using ceramic coatings on Houston's most expensive cars for years, and he'll tell you that nothing beats the real thing. Gulf Coast Auto Shield installs a coating over your paint that actually comes with a warranty. If you just picked up your Lambo, your Aston Martin, Porsche, Ferrari, any other exotic car, chances are your car will have company that have already found Gulf Coast Auto Shield. Now, you don't have to own an exotic. Maybe you got a truck, an SUV, or even an older vehicle that needs a little love. Well, let John Gray give it a look and give you an estimate on refurbishing that paint and making your vehicle look new again. How about getting a gift certificate for the wife's birthday or anniversary from Gulf Coast Auto Shield and tell her, honey, I know you love your car, so why don't we get it looking new again? It'll be the best gift ever, one that she'll never forget. Get hold of John Gray at GCAutoShield.com or give him a call, 832-264-0670. Gulf Coast Auto Shield. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.